This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for another weekly edition of the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he always has been and always will be, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am good, and I know that uh, we have a ton of topics that we'd love to tackle on this week's episode, but you, sir, would like to kick things off, and I'm eager to hear what you, uh, you have know, to okay. say. I didn't know we were going to start with this, but let's do oh, it. Oh, I let's, thought you no, wanted to. I'm sorry. I, well, you don't have to tell them all the plans. Okay. But yes, I... Um, because we should say, when yeah. it comes to the preparation of this show, to hell with what Joe does on Garage Logic yeah. and the... We're not uh, reading. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is... We put in way more show prep oh, into yeah. this I mean, episode on a weekly basis than Joe does every day on well, Garage Logic. Well, you know, it's unfair because Joe works at a newspaper, so he's kind of forced to read a newspaper. True. Maybe. I work in a hardware store. I don't need to read anything. <laughs> you are. You're the voice of the people. I, I'm the voice of the people. So, it, okay, so I, I need to have a little professional. I'm going to call this showbiz advice. Oh, okay. okay. Because you've been in this show business for a very long time. I've been technically in the the beer show and the weekly scramble business for ten years, but it's but still once a year. But you've done ads for a while, so you, yeah, you and I probably are, but have that, this. That's, I, I pay to be on the radio. People that's will be true. like, they'll say to me, "How do you get that ad?" I was like, "You just call KSTP Here's a or check. call Harvard, and, you, and they'll let you do it." But so what I've been doing is is sharing anecdotes about my wife lately on our show, and I realized okay. that that is not pleasing her. Right. Oh, and she's that's not a good Valentine's no, Day. No, she's like, you're making me sound like a all these nasty oh, words. Boy, right. Yeah. That alone. What I just said. And now she's going to yell at me because I said, what? I got it. OK, what do I do? Is that it? You, well, I mean, you get it. You're married. 100% does your get wife it. listen to the show? She does. Okay. In fact, it was so funny because she got home from her run. Uh, I believe this was Saturday. Was it last Saturday? It doesn't matter. No, it couldn't have been because Saturday was brutal. Whatever it was, it mm-hmm. does not matter. Mm-hmm. And she always keeps the phone in her front pocket of her coat. Sure. And I heard my voice, which was really oh, weird. Oh, nice. And I said, why are you listening to me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, well, I didn't get a chance to listen to the show. Oh, there you go. And, yeah. uh, and so anyway, so here is, I had to have this serious, I'm not kidding. I had to have a very serious one-on-one sit down with her. I would say, oh boy, at least... 12 years ago, maybe okay. even longer ago. This is at the height of 107.1? or no? Correct. Okay. So I w- at the time, I was working for, uh, I was kind of filling in with Joe and Rook on Garage Logic when Kenny would be gone, I would do traffic. Or Got if it. Johnny was gone, I would help out with doing news. Or if Angie was gone, I would help Rook. And run uh, the board. And run the board yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I would I yeah. would just always be at the ready because I loved working with those guys mm-hmm. and still do love working with those guys. But I was also here at Hubbard and I was working for 107.1. I was the producer and one of the co-hosts for the Midday Show. Mm-hmm. And I worked with Colleen Cruz. She was awesome. I loved doing the show with her. But what I found out was where my wife worked, Okay, we were listened to. Oh, okay. Every day. Every day. So people would come through and say, did you hear what Chris said? Every day. Oh, wow. And so I remember, and I'm very, and I will be serious when I say this, I am always very protective of not revealing yeah. you know, specific things because- I chose the life in the public eye, you know, 
I'm yeah, using yeah, air quotes yeah, here, yeah. but I chose this life. She didn't sign she up didn't. for that. Okay. And so, but she knew you were a star when she met you. Of course, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I think I. What was I doing when we? No, in fact, I I was basically unemployed. I was oh, a good. college student. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, no, I take that back. When I when I when we first met, I think I was the stock boy at the Mankato Walmart. Not bad. That was my Not part time okay. gig in college back then. She saw something then. in you, and she said. Oh, That's he gets, the one. He gets free light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so. only if you steal them. I'm sure you didn't get them for free. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I I don't even remember what the story was, mm. but she said you you lied about me, and I said wait what 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 are you talking about? And she said well, we were sitting there and you told a story about one time you and I went to well, I don't even remember what mm, the story mm-hmm. was, and I said well honey oh man okay sit down come here, and I said you have to understand something. This is show business. Mm-hmm. 90% of what comes out of my mouth is complete garbage. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. But 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 honestly, sometimes you, just to make the story better, you got to spice it up a bit. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? It's all truthful, but it's all yeah. variations of the because truth. Because no one wants to turn on mm-hmm. an episode of any show and go, so my, my wife and I, we, we went to um, Applebee's for a date night. Um, or the Bourbon Street Steak, and no, anyway, no one wants to hear that. N- well, then they turn into a hit song. But anyway, <laughs> n- nobody wants to hear something boring. No, I, I get this. So I have a buddy, a good buddy, Tyson, and we had been friends. Tyson and I went out every night for like ten years straight. Okay, and that is not hyperbole. That is real. Okay. We went out. I believe that every single night. This was when <laughs> I went out, and okay. we just went out. And Tyson was the easiest guy to go out with because he would pay one day, I would pay one day. It's like we just had a collective wallet. Perfect. It was super easy. And I would tell stories to Tyson, and he would, nope, that didn't happen. Nope, we we weren't at that bar. It wasn't summer. I mean, he would correct my memory. I'm like, oh, my God, I've told that story so many times, <laughs> and I've no, so far forgotten all of the nuance of reality. That's and I, fantastic. So I'd actually turn to Tyson at the end and say, now, did we really go to this place? Because I I have, you know that I have a horrible memory. I mean, when I say horrible memory, it's like, I should maybe go to the doctor because something might not be right. And I'm not even joking. I just, something's not right with my memory. So I, so I, all of this being said, I love my wife. She's great. Everybody that meets her thinks she's great, right? Doing that little thing, that little small uh, slap on her back, like, oh, you're great. Mm-hmm. But honey, just relax. No one cares. No. no one cares. If I tell a story about you, no one cares. Right. And I'll try to stop talking about you because I know it just pisses you off. Can I say that? Sure. Pisses her off. But we'll see. But happy Valentine's Day because that was yesterday. <laughs> and so I haven't I haven't gotten her something. I did go to Walgreens today. Nice. And the cards were full price, which I thought was kind of crappy. Yeah, you got to wait for the day after to get uh, well, the discount. Today is the day Let's after. go. And then, but the candies and things were like uh-huh. 40% off. Oh, wait. Good point. So I went and got some candies for her. This was the very first time that I did not make a big deal. We, we've both been very busy as a team, like her and I. Sure. And I said, let's not do Valentine's Day. Let's not do anything. Let's just not do it. And then she said, well, let's go to this one store and look at TVs because TVs are on sale. And I was like, all right. Oh, can I tell you the story? Sure. Okay. So we, um, I have a certain credit card. I'm going to tell this little story. It's a, a certain brand name credit card that I was buying something on there for work and the fraud alert went off. Right, because oh, it was no. a kind of a big purchase. Sure. So I called the credit card company and I said, "Hey, um, that wasn't fraud. In fact, I have to buy. It was, I was buying security systems for my stores, and I needed to buy five security systems, all at five thousand dollars a piece. Right, so it was five five thousand dollar transactions. So I can mm-hmm. see why they kind of said, 
Well, that's weird, right? That's a lot of transactions. But I called up the credit card company and said, hey, I have these these things going through. And the woman on the phone said, don't worry about it. It's totally fine. Now that you called, I know it's not fraud. Go ahead and process the other four. So I click on, with the, on the phone with her. I click the next one. Yep. Fraud alert comes up. And she says, oh, well, now there's been two frauds. Now you have to send in your social no. security card. It was horrible. But the worst part was is I couldn't find my social security card. This was in the middle of COVID. This The Minneapolis social security office was closed, but you could send in your driver's license, and four to six months later, you'd get a duplicate social security card. Ugh. So I was like, I'm not sending my driver's license in for four to six months. No. I need to travel. I need to do all this other stuff. So I, I actually had a credit on that credit card for like $4,000. It took me one year to get that credit card reopened. You're kidding when me. I finally went online and said, does anybody know anybody who works with us? I was sending mail to the president of this company. I mean, I was losing my mind. So I go to Costco, <laughs> right, to go look at TVs. I don't mean to laugh at you it was, in your misery. I, and and when I say I, I was losing my mind, I probably spent 50 hours. I was on the verge of crying. I was so frustrated. It almost sounds like you're trying to reach the IRS. Oh, it was it was yeah. worse than that because they had no care whatsoever. They said nothing could be done. There's only The only thing you could do is supply a social security card. It's like, can't even get one if I tried. I have no idea when the office is going to reopen. It's closed. And Minnesota is one of like the two states that won't do it online. You can't do it online. Right. So I go to this big retailer, Costco, and I take this credit card that I have that I, I just for some reason kept it. I still use it. And I put it in and it was declined. And I, I'm like, that how? It's it, I was buying like $1,000 worth of TVs, right? It's not wasn't that big a purchase at Costco. People do that every day for groceries or whatever. And the woman said, oh, just put it in again. And it gets declined again. And I'm like, I'm going to. My wife looked at me and she's like, she could see the steam. And I'm seething. So I, I take my credit card. I walk away. Because I and Nicole was going to take care of it on her credit card, right? So I, I'm on the phone. And she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm calling this company. And I'm using the swear words, like the big ones. I'm going to call <laughs> them and just tee off. I'm going to cancel this credit card. I'm so mad. So I'm calling and and I get there and I get this woman. And I said I, I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm not. It's not but, your fault. But it's, it's not, not your it's fault. And, but you know I'm I'm really sweet actually on the phone. But I'm like you have to tell me what kind of moronic system you have that will not let me use a credit card. When she goes, well, where were you? And I said at Costco. And she goes, they don't take Mastercard at Costco. <laughs> I said, I'm like oh, oh, I'm like that. That's well, my that fault. explains it. So I, I had taken out my American Express, and then the next they said, oh, we don't take American Express. So I said, oh, they didn't say we don't take American Express or MasterCard. They just said we don't take American Express. So I pulled out my MasterCard, scanning it through. It's not working uh, because they don't take MasterCard either. Yeah. I had no idea. They didn't tell me that at Costco. I don't go to Costco's very often. So then I had to eat crow and apologize to this poor girl from did, the— Did you go back with your head down Oh, I just—well, then I was mad at the Costco people. I'm like— Costco woman, why didn't you tell me they didn't take MasterCard? <laughs> you should have known they don't take MasterCard. And then my sweet wife said, I was trying to tell you that you had to put in a PIN number. I'm but like, you walked away so fast because yeah, like, you were so mad. I don't have a PIN number. What PIN number? How would I have a PIN number? Whoever uses a PIN number. Well, that was my... Um, <laughs> so now that's a true story, 100% true. Okay. So I hope my wife appreciates the fact she that I told a story about her. And she had a card that worked. Yes. And I was like, I don't know how her card works when mine doesn't. So I'm so proud of her, Nicole. Thank you so much for buying those TVs. Good for you. Um, so here's where I wanted to, well, not necessarily start, but we didn't start on a high continue note. Continue the, the 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 discussion because mm-hmm. I know you're a huge football fan. We we talk about sports on occasion on this show, but I don't even care about the damn game because whatever the Rams won, who cares? The halftime show. It's discussed. Mm. It's bandied about because it doesn't matter. 
who performs, what happens. Someone's got something positive to say. Somebody's got something negative to say. What say ye about the I, halftime I show? I think I am a glass half filled person. You know why? Why? Because when Eminem kneeled down for that that minute, I didn't see him do that until I saw it on social media okay, the next day. I, I watched the whole halftime show. I didn't note that didn't register with me. And I was like, oh, good, because. Half of the world, they're like, oh, he's kneeling. What's he doing? He's pulling a Kaepernick. Like, half of the world was annoyed with that. See, and I didn't even notice I it. I didn't even show. notice it. I was like, thank God. I'm just not so jaded that when somebody does something, I'm instantly annoyed with it. Right. Well, that's and, just the modern age of social media. Too. Yeah. And that I, I thought everybody did. But the performance itself, what I did you it think? I thought it was great. I did too. I thought it was great. And I, I get too. that other people don't think it was great. I don't ever, some people were talking about how Prince was the best halftime show. No. Prince was a totally fine halftime show. If Prince wasn't from Minnesota, I wouldn't spend one second thinking or listening what to Prince. What is your favorite then? Not Prince. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the opposite. Ouch. If Rush, if Rush came and played a halftime oh show, God, that would maybe be the rest. I'm the, the best. I don't know. I mean, I, I like uh, um, someone had a pinball machine, a Rush pinball machine for sale. Right, and I'm a pinball machine guy. Right, you're kidding? No, me. and I was like, I'm. This is it. I'm gonna go get that pinball machine because this is the band I listen to almost every day. Okay. Listen to Rush almost every day, and uh, I go and then I find out how much they want for it, and I just said, uh, No, I don't like that's that like, much. I, I, I like Rush a lot. <laughs> like I'm a super fan, but there's no way would I. But then it like started to play their music, and I was like, Huh, that would look really cool in the old house. But I didn't get it. But um, I, I, you know, I grew up in that genre. I was a, a '89 grad, right? So '90s were were Snoop and Dre and all those guys. Yeah. But and I wasn't much of nothing about me. I. I I wasn't a young Republican at 16 years old. You know, I wasn't in the young Republicans, sure. but I looked like I might as well have been in the, I, I was like an Alex P. Keaton lookalike. <laughs> so I, I didn't, it, I, I would look pretty stupid if I was singing Eminem. Thank God I didn't grow up 10 years later where I was, but would have been expected See, to rap on occasion. We were talking about the photo that I so infamously was uh, humiliated when my son found me in college because yes. that was when Eminem was huge, sprung onto the yep, scene. So Eminem yeah. was my guy back yep. in the day. So I, Here's why I loved it, because I'm going to give her credit. So a gal I used to work with in the service industry, her name is Abby. She had the the greatest post about the halftime show, so I'll give her credit. And by the way, if you're ever at the downtown Minneapolis Poorhouse, Abby's your gal. She's always there at the main bar. Tip her well. Tip her well. She is one of the best human beings on the planet. And Abby said, if you're complaining about the halftime show, it's past your bedtime. Put down your phone. And go to bed. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, I love you even more, yeah. Abby. Anyway, so that's kind of how I felt mm-hmm. too. Listen, to all of you people that didn't like it, number one, including Patrick Royce, because mm-hmm. Patrick and I battled about this yesterday on Monday Night Sports Talk. Pat, I got news for you. The halftime show, it wasn't designed for a 74-year-old sports yep. writer. Nope. I- I'm sorry. Nope. Well, I got to write on deadline. Pat. Nobody gives a damn yes. that you or the other people that were there covering the game yeah. have a deadline. Guess what? Then don't don't write for the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Go drive a truck like everybody else that's watching the game. The yeah. halftime show in the game was not created for you. No. It was created for us. Yes. And yeah. let Jen X have our bleeping moment because yeah. everything is about people that are 18 to 24. Yeah. Let us have our I, moment. I wonder what next year is going to be. It's going to be some, they're going to go back to like Bruce Springsteen or the Rolling well, Stones. That's again. What like, also thank made, you, but no thank but you. But that's what also made this so great. You had a really cool, eclectic lineup of some pretty massive stars in hip hop. Oh, 
Some Be- of the most successful hip hop stars in the history of the world. Because they felt a, I don't know what the word is. Joe would help me help me out with this, but they felt a, a territorial vibe of, well, this is L.A. This yeah. is where we're from. This is where, is where from, we yeah, live. Yeah. We want to be a part of the Super Bowl here because people don't want to do the halftime show anymore. Okay, so I'm wondering if, okay, t- tell me this because I, I did get a little jaded when I was thinking of this. Mm-hmm. right? So when you see Snoop up there dancing, right, and he's doing something By the that, way, the man can dance while he's not even moving. It looks so cool. I know. Right? It looks he so just cool. looks and cool. And he looked good. He looked yeah. good. He looked fit. He was high as a kite. You saw him pre-smoking oh, yeah. like smoking weed I retweeted the hell like, out of oh that God. video. That was wasn't great. wearing a mask, so I don't know. Whatever. Nobody in that stadium was. Should have been. By law, they had to be, but no, the ki- No, just the kids in school the next day. Oh, just kids in yeah, school. Yeah, if you're at the Super Bowl and you're one of the super got elites, got you don't okay. have to. Not getting into that, but you know what I mean. So he's doing a little dance, and if I'm not mistaken, that dance is... Uh, it's a crip walk. Do you know what the crip walk sure. is? So all of the dancers that were dressed in like those brown prison kind of uniforms, okay. I think they were doing crip walk-esque moves. Huh. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that he was a former crip member. So is this like a, have the crips made it so high and so big in the entertainment world that they're willingly like saying, oh, there's our crip member I, I, is that possible? Do I not? I don't, I don't know what. Maybe I don't know what the Crip Walk is, but I think that's the move he was doing. Because you remember, who was it? It was uh, um, Serena Williams or her sister won like Wimbledon for the third time and okay. did. It would have been Serena then. Serena did three seconds of a Crip Walk and the world lost this. their mind. I don't she's remember like, this at all. Why is she doing a Compton dance gangster well, move? Well, she's from Compton. Yeah, but she's not a Crip. Well, true. Or maybe she is. Well, no, but maybe she was just maybe maybe it, maybe it's a Compton thing, not necessarily associated with the gang. Maybe it's like the Knights Templar, but now the new ones. Hmm. You know, maybe they'll make a movie on how to find the the missing map to the Knights of Krypton. Do you Cryptum. really think two white guys should be commenting out about a a, a, a social a, a social dance I, referencing I, I, gangs in South Central Los Angeles? Well, then my daughter said you can do it, oh. and she did it a little bit. And I'm like. I don't think I'm going to do the Crip Walk, and I don't know if you should do it. Hmm, interesting. But I, I'm watching tutorials right now. Maybe I don't even know what the Crip Walk is. Oh, no. Snoop Hicks, uh, I'm reading right now, on two days ago, I, as I look this up, it says Snoop Dogg hits the Crip Walk in Super Bowl halftime show. Interesting. So he totally did it. Okay. So that whole time I was thinking, huh, he's he's doing a gang-affiliated move right here in the middle of the halftime show for billions of people to see. Good for you. I wonder if the Crips could potentially go public. Maybe. And I could get some stack options. Maybe they'll do the ha- halftime show next year. Maybe they can come out with a Bitcoin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. We've gone a lot. This is a stupid show today. Well, no, I actually, I kind of like the direction we're headed. But there is a reason I wanted to bring up the halftime show. Because I personally loved it. I love Dr. Dre. I always have. Uh, I, uh, who doesn't love Snoop? I, I, the only thing that didn't work, and I'm a Kendrick Lamar guy. I, I like some of his music. Yeah, I didn't know That him. part just didn't fit, I don't think, because it kind of slowed the tempo a little bit. And it just didn't fit the vibe of what I felt was supposed to be a retro he, show. Yeah, I guess I didn't know who he was. How do you not know who Kendrick Lamar is? I, who is he? You have teenage daughters, you don't know who Kendrick Lamar is? I, I, yeah, I don't I guarantee if you heard a couple of his songs, I'm which sure we can't I, play on the I, show. I'm, I'm sure I could. I guarantee. Ask one of your daughters. Okay. When you get home, hey, who's Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, and I and my wife had to tell me who that was, and I was okay. like, oh, okay, I don't no, know No, he's him. a huge deal. I did, yeah. however, though, how would you like to have been sitting at that stadium during halftime show and seeing nothing? Because on the backside of that that concert, oh, you saw nothing. Well, that's true. I mean, that would have been— But I, there's the giant scoreboard, so I know. that. I, the, I wonder yeah, if right. there was a, a delta between the cost 
of the front seats and the back seats because that was a pretty good show. I highly doubt that. You don't think so? I I, I bet you that. I mean, that's worth it. That's it, worth it, looking it into. Be, I'm gonna t- when you talk. I'm gonna Google something. <laughs> no. I'm gonna duck duck go it. Okay, that's okay. fine. Right. Well, there's a reason I wanted to bring up <clears throat> Snoop Dogg and the halftime show because Snoop and I have history as it relates to the Super Bowl. What? Have I told you the story? No. Okay. So this would be back when, obviously, the Super Bowl was here in the Twin Cities back in February of 2018, and when the Vikings epically lost to the Eagles to get to, quote-unquote, bring it home. Yeah. Remember that whole drive? We're going to bring that, it home. That would have been fun. And we got smoked 38-7 to 7 or whatever it was by the Eagles. <laughs> so in any event, uh, we were tasked with, we being when we were when we used to be a, a ESPN affiliate radio still, station. Still are, I think. Right? And so ESPN's... The, the big boys were coming to town, and they were going to set up shop at the Mall of America, which is where most of the national press had assembled, and people were mocking it initially. It turned out that was the perfect location for them I, I to go. I was there that day. It was packed. That was a fun day to be at the Mall. Well, and we, so we were tasked with, I believe it was Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, because it gradually would pick up each day progressing to the actual game. Okay. I did not even want anything to do with that place on Saturday sure, because sure. I knew it was going to be a lot of an stars absolute zoo, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I believe it was me, Rookie, and our, our dear friend Manny Hill, who used to produce mm-hmm. our show when we were on the radio. Uh, we each had a day to go there to, to help the morning show, assist the morning show with guests and just, hey, let's pump up the crowd. Here comes Kevin Hart, you yes. know, things like yeah. that. And so the day I was doing it, uh, this was when my, after Mike Greenberg had left the morning show when it used to be Mike and Mike, and Trey Wingo took a spot. So it was Golick and Wingo, sure. Mike Golick and Trey Wingo. And so Golick Sr. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we were, hey, uh, here, here's what our direction was. We had to get there at, I think it was 3.30 in the morning uh, for a show that started at 4.30, I believe, our time, because obviously they're they're an East Coast mm-hmm. affi- uh, mm-hmm. uh, station, and so they're headquartered in the East Coast. And so anyway, so my job was, hey, uh, just you know, get the crowd, keep the crowd yep. involved, because you don't want people falling asleep no. on a live television set. Completely different from the way you do radio. It was kind of mm-hmm. neat to get an inside look. And so you have the guest rundown, so it was my job to walk out to the crowd. Are you guys all ready for, yeah. here comes... Travis Kelsey from yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then, but but a lot of times it was, who the hell is that guy? Yes, it's only four thirty on the West Coast. <laughs> right. It's two thirty right. on the East Coast. So Coast. I walk out mm-hmm. there, and as as one guest is brought out, mm-hmm. the next guest then comes to the yeah. quote unquote the green room. room. Yeah. And so I sit down, and they had a really nice spread, so you could have grab yourself some eggs or a sausage or whatever, and just keep yourself energized. Or mm-hmm. so I'm sitting there, and I'm completely by myself. And in walks Snoop Dogg. Really? And he's about from me to you away. Okay. He's coming by, and all he's doing, he's got headphones on, like the little earbuds on. And he looks at me, and he kind of gives me the head nod, and he's just mumbling himself. He's rapping. Sure. And all he's doing is being observational, and he's just Mm. walking around the room. Mm. He said, man, there's a table over there. and I (laughs) Honestly, that's what it was. Jimmy Dean's, I bet. Remember remember the scene from Anchorman where Brick is telling about, I love Lamp. That's yeah, basically yes, what Snoop yes. Dogg okay, was doing, except in, in Snoop Dogg rap yeah, form. It yeah. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so he finally, after about, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds, he goes, what's your name, Slim? I said, uh, it's it's Chris. He said, Chris, Chris. Da, da, da. Really? And, it, and, and then this lasted maybe a minute. Yeah, he that's says, cool, though. He says, where are you from? I said, uh. And I just said, because I knew he you was didn't looking. Wanna, you didn't want to do Fairbo. No, but I knew okay. he was looking for alliteration. Sure, sure. So I said Chaska. And he goes, Chaska Chris, Chaska Chris. And he just oh, really? walked away. And I yeah. went, 
I might be in a Snoop Dogg rap. Yeah, that would have, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and so when he was doing the, you know, what you were saying, the, the, the crip, crip walk, walk, yeah. That's just who he is on, off the camera all yeah. the time, I have to imagine. He's just always putting on a show. Is it is it wrong that I really like him? No. I don't know. It he's, just seems, he's, like, it just he, seems like a good guy. And I, I think he's attempted murder, like he's been accused of a, a murder. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But he's never gone to jail. Sure. Which is kind of weird. Neither is Ray Lewis. <laughs> I mean, I, I just find that, I, I find it impressive that when he, he does a show with Martha Stewart and he, he's the only one who hadn't gone to jail, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of amazing. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just like the halftime show. It seemed exciting. I did feel bad for all the people who sat directly behind the stage because they Literally Did you find a ticket price or ticket no, difference at all? No, I, I think my depth of looking was so deep that... On next week's episode, yeah, we will have I'll, I'll find the it by, Oh, you know what? I know you didn't do, too. And I really, really wanted to do it because I've been asking people. And I know you just you had a lot on your plate. And I'm not going to complain, but I'm going to complain. Because I want to do the weekly, weekly scramble... Um, uh, you know, a test like what, what, where we put it up the, the poll, oh, the shoot. weekly, you're weekly right. scramble poll, because that was a really good question. Yeah, you're Especially right. Especially after that um, halftime show, would you rather go back 20 years and spend a week or would you rather go forward 20 years and spend a week? Are I think you out be- of your mind? Wouldn't you go back 20 years? 100%. Yeah, but for I mean, one weekend at Mankato State? Yeah, wouldn't that be a blast? I might not come back. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm definitely I'm gonna break kidding. the machine. I'm so kidding. I, I think we have to like try. We have to come up with. First of all, I thought the the weekly weekly scramble. See how it's uh, there's two weeklies in a how row. How about how about I got it. Yes. How about the W E A K dash L Y. Well, then it's yeah, no, but it's week. Okay, that's what I mean. No, no, no. The weekly yeah. weekly scramble poll question. Okay. I, Meaning, the, you want to write meaning it. the question itself is, is weak. weak, not the oh, show. Got it, got it. See what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. okay. I like that. I All like right. that. All so, right. but I think we do have to. I think that would engage our audience even more. I think so. Oh, by the way, or it might be humility because you and I are going to vote, and maybe our moms. No, you have some friends on Twitter. <laughs> That's true. So I, um, you remember that I guy? Like say that. No, you have friends. Yeah, on Twitter. I don't. I don't even know if I have. Twi- I have Twitter, but I don't know how many friends I have. I do know that there was a gentleman who wrote in about those ads that he found in his walls. Oh yeah, uh, he mailed those to me. You're kidding? From they're like from 1931. Tell me you're gonna put them up in your store. Oh, they're so cool. He sent like ten of the exact same ad. How is the quality of the paper? They look like brand new. You're kidding? No, they were tucked in, in perfectly. They they're not discolored. They're absolutely perfect. And some of the things were like a frying pan for 29 cents. A I mean just a a six foot wardrobe for two dollars and forty one cents. Okay, listen to me. Yeah, focus. Yes, I'm dead serious when I say this. Can I have a small one? There, it's it's like a full size okay, double truck. If you have enough, can I please have? You one? You can have one. It's so cool. Because I here's why I want one. I'm decorating. I I get my own mm-hmm. garage man. Okay, cave. good. And I want I, that's the kind of stuff I want in there. Oh, it, it's so cool. Please, I want one. I'm going to laminate it. and I'm going to put it up in my garage. It's so old. How old is it? The telephone number to our store at the time was three eight three six. No way. It was just. It was like two letters D E. Three, eight, I gotta three, make six. a note to bring this up with Joe. Uh, it is really, really cool. Joe, you know what I'll do is I'll bring one, and drop it off here, so Joe can see it. Yes, because he's lived in St. Paul, well, White Bear in St. Paul most of his life, right? Yeah. And it's the store, my store on Grand Avenue, sixteen seventy six. That's his Grand. store. It's his store. Yeah. And it's just so weird. That's so cool. That when our telephone number, I'm like three eight three six. That's see, the telephone number. This is why I've been telling you. This is why you need to be more active on Twitter to put up <laughs> pictures like that. People would devour that. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, but what if someone said something mean to me? 
I just can't take it. Okay. What if, and then what but, if my credit okay. card didn't work? Riddle, then riddle, <laughs> riddle me this. And yeah. I'm, I'm being serious because yeah. you know so much more about this stuff mm-hmm. than I do. Mm-hmm. How has it, how was it preserved? It was, I, I think it was in his walls as insulation. So no air, no moisture was touching it, nothing. And then when he ripped the walls down, wasn't that the story or did I make yeah, that no, whole story Yeah, no, you're right. Up? You're 100% See, that's right. a perfect example of me not remembering it correctly. So I wasn't trying to lie. Because it was I Derek, just, right? Was Derek? I think the, it was yeah, Derek. Yeah. yeah. So Derek, I'm going to send you a note. because I, cool. I just got it, right? I just got it in the mail and I was like... Just blown away with how qua- the quality That's of it. Yeah, it was really, cool. really, really, really cool. No, I please, yeah. I do seriously want one of them so I can so I can laminate it and I want to put it. I up. have like ten. One's going to go in the store. It's but it's a big double truck newspaper. It's this big, like it's wow. two whole pages. It's four pages. For those of you listening to the podcast, when he says this big, his arms are stretched out this wide, about five feet wide. And you know what else is kind of funny too is that it was probably in the Star Tribune or Pioneer Press is okay. when it went, where it went out and that's when newspapers were actually wide. Sure. And now newspapers look like it's like an eight and a half by eleven that newspaper. That is so cool. It was you know twenty some inches wide. Wow. It's really really cool. That's neat yeah, man. So thank you Derek. That was very very cool to send that in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the reason I wanted to bring up the other reason I wanted to bring up halftime and when so when I met Snoop Dogg met mm-hmm. for when you 40, 48 seconds when I walked by Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg because that's also when Stephen A. Smith spilled his oatmeal and made somebody come clean it up. Oh. That's nice. He's quite draw, a gentleman. Draw your own conclusion. Yeah. Anyway. But one of the guests, one of the final guests that I had to introduce, and keep in mind, this was after the Vikes got blown out by the Eagles, mm-hmm. and three weeks after the Minneapolis Miracle okay. against the New Orleans Saints. The final guest I had to in, not introduce, but you know, get the crowd ready mm-hmm. for is Sean Payton. Oh, nice. And okay. so I walked out, and you were supposed to, everything was be upbeat, be positive. Yeah, you didn't want to rip on anybody. I started the skull chant. Oh, no. And remember wh- why I did this. Because he had started the skull chant when they had the lead yep. before Stefan yep. Diggs yep. scored the game-winning the miracle, touchdown. Yep. I start, Mike, this is not an exaggeration. Okay, because I remember what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. I start the skull chant. It's their, their last segment of the show, so it's probably 8.38. Uh, you know, because that's always their mm-hmm. hard break was 8.38. And they're getting ready. This was before, hey, 30 seconds to roll back, stand by. I got the, there's really? probably 200 people in the crowd. He stared at me as if I had just kicked his daughter. Oh. And I thought, I'm going to die. He's going to kill me. I'm going there, or he's going to have someone kill me because I think I'm bigger than him. And, <laughs> but the stare he gave me, and I went, bye, coach. Bye, coach. And I just walked well, out. He the had set, to expect to the a point little where, bit of that. To the point where I was expecting someone from ESPN to say, what, what are you doing? Why'd you do that? Yeah. Not one person complained. Didn't, wasn't he part of Bounty Gate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to watch yourself because you never know if he says, get I'm, that kid. I'm pretty sure he expected that to happen because as he was doing that, because they, they were trying to get him set up with mm-hmm. the with the studio mic and stuff, and he's here, and, and the, the skull chant started to calm oh. down, and he said, What's up, Vikings fans? How'd last week go? Oh, and I went, so he played right, it right back. Right, yeah, he played, yeah. gave him right, gave it to him right back. Yeah. I guess that, was, but you know, whatever. That good was for him. Yeah. He's a good coach. Anyway, right? well, he was. He, he retired. Was. Yeah, you know, you you know, you retired. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I, did I know that? Right. <laughs> I sure. Don't know. I assume. Did you? Did, do I care that some coach retired? Did we pick a coach yet? Yeah. Uh, apparently, well, yes, we have, but we can't. But they had it. put off the press conference, which is making a lot of Vikings fans nervous. But uh, I know a lot of people have reported that they have officially signed Kevin O'Connell to a five-year contract. I, I don't. I'm not worried. Or I something. don't care. The jury's out. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, what what, what could go wrong? Exactly right. <laughs> but what I really wanted to bring up mm-hmm. with Mike Fredoloni on today's episode: Are you a fan of 
the true American treasure, the bald eagle. Yes, I am. Who is not, right? I, how could you not love I it? Mean, I mean, first of all, they're delicious. Well, no, don't say can that. I can't say that? When you're driving up north mm-hmm. in northern Minnesota on a beautiful summer day, and you see the sight of a bald eagle taking flight over a lake, don't you just think, America. America. Right? Yeah, America. So one of the greatest things that I think the DNR does every year is they have the the, the eagle cam. Yeah. That you're familiar with, right? I think so, yeah. Hey, let's watch a new bald eagle being hatched. And th- what I love about this is they do it because so many nerds like me just like watching the bald eagle cam. Mm-hmm. And uh, they never give the, the location, which I think is fantastic because you know some rube would drive up there and go, well, I got to get up there for gonna, myself and see what's going some... on. Exactly. I wonder what those eggs would taste like. So today, we talked about this during John Heights News today on Garage Logic, which I know you have not heard yet, not yet. which is why I'm bringing it up. Today on uh, KSTP, I don't know if it was midday, mid-morning, whatever, one of their daily newscasts with Matt Belanger, the Eagle Cam was on. They, oh, they they go to the live shot, mm-hmm. and they're doing the news live. And they said, oh, look, there's mom, you know, sitting on the eggs. Oh, no. And you see her kind of squawk, like, Wah! and here comes dad, like, what's going on here? And then dad kind of takes hold of mom, and Goes there town. they go. No, no. <laughs> To the point where I think it was Jonathan Uhas oh, no. about to do weather in the background, and he said, well, I think we're about to see another egg sometime oh, soon. Oh, no way. It was so spectacular oh, because you think God. about so many variables that were at place here. Number one, for that to happen. Perfectly timed. But number two, for that to happen while they go mm, to it on yeah. live television, <laughs> the circuit, you know, the, the, the odds of that happening were one in a million. I just I don't know who our uh, I lost it because Chris Chris Eggert, who is one of the greatest human Funniest beings on the planet, the world, yeah, he retweeted it and just said miracles do happen. Or he had some, yeah. he had some great line about that. So she's I went, fa- she's faking it or something. Like that. <laughs> right, exactly. But I thought God is great. Oh, they, that with, is with all of the garbage we have to you know read in the news every single day. Like that just brought me so much. Is joy. that not going to make it? I mean, that's tw- that's a. Oh, that's uh, viral, viral thing all okay. over. Yeah, it's in fact, already. If it hasn't happened already, it's going to be shortly because this just happened a few hours ago. Because what are the chances? What are the chances? What a you know? But Brand- God bless it, was Brandi- it was Brandy Powell. She she introduced the, uh, the the video segment or whatever. I believe <laughs> she said no. She yes. just said oh, and now we go live to the you know very professional. Mm-hmm. And she says oh, and now we go live to the DNR cam. And oh, look, there's mom sitting on top of the nest and caretaking. You know, I'm I'm completely making up whatever she said. And then oh, and then here comes Dad because they had the names of the two. Oh, they eagles. know. So yes, she okay. she was yeah. she was almost doing the play by play, but then you hear the the sudden oh in her voice, yeah. and she oh. had no idea what to <laughs> say. Like who what? would? On How do we cut from the eagle cam? Oh, Mike, I can't tell you. It I I started laughing not at her expense, mm. but just the severe oddity of it all. I, I wonder just, how much Hubbard's going to have to pay for that because that has to be an FCC violation. What do you having, mean? What animals having sex live on TV? <laughs> Right? I mean, is that not an FCC violation? That probably, I'm so. sure they're going to get penalized if for that. It's nature. Well, I'll, I don't know. I'll say this. If you just saw two horses banging, wouldn't you say, let's not film that? Jesus, Mike. Can you not say that? I don't know. I think you can. But I, imagine, this is a podcast. Here, we can probably say that. I don't think I said this during Garage Logic, <laughs> I, but I, uh, here's what I, here was my thought. <laughs> think of all the money that all these companies wasted on all these billions of dollars of advertising for the Super Bowl, yeah. KSTP is going to get more advertising more. than all of those companies combined just because from of this, this. one. This would be a, a, a really cool thing to follow to see how big it actually gets. <laughs> how, uh, 
you know what I meant. Yeah. How popular this video becomes. Well, here, that, is, me... that is pretty alarming. Let me know. Let's, let's see. How many likes does it have so far? Uh, I'm going to go to the play-by-play video that I first surfaced, and I'm going to see what the... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's kind of taken off. It's it's kind of taken it's off. It's too bad that cigarette companies can't advertise anymore. <laughs> Why is that, Because Mike? if they could just superimpose a little cigarette in that male eagle's mouth, just like afterwards, like... Then Marlboro, America. That's all you'd have to say. Like he flies down, does his job, has a cigarette afterwards, and flies away. Oh my! How goodness. many? How many uh, likes does it have? Or, or uh, it, tweets? It's, it's in the thousands already. Yeah. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, by the way, I did retweet Chris Eggert's uh, portrayal of okay. this on the Garage Logic Twitter account. Oh, so that's brilliant! It's very, very funny. Hey, I know. You know, some of these things just go viral, and I now know how to make something viral. Oh. You do controversy. Ex- you do exactly what that small town Ohio mayor did. Did you guys talk about that? Oh, on yeah. Garage Logic? Yes, yes. Could you fill everybody in just in case they haven't heard this story? There was the proposal of ice shanties in, mm. a, in a town that I cannot remember in Ohio. Small town Ohio. And the mayor of that given town was worried that the ice shanties were then going to lead to prostitution <laughs> on the lakes for the ice fishermen. It, it's but the way he said it. If I'm if I'm gonna he, very dry, very dry, very very prophetic. Is that the right he's word? He's like well, very matter you know, of fact. One year you're gonna have people out there drilling holes in the ice. Yes, it was a progression. The you're right. second yes. year they might want shanties, and then of course the third year we all know what that leads to prostitution. <laughs> and he resigned. Kenny had the best line in that regards and said, "Because Kenny's a big time ice fisherman." I know what Kenny said, and Kenny just said. Ice hookers? Question mark. <laughs> That's a thing. Question mark. <laughs> Count me in. Oh, I thought he was going to say everything eventually leads to prostitution, no matter what. Everything's a gateway drug for prostitution. Uh, honey, I'm totally kidding. That's what I mean by making jokes. Show business. Show business. Yep. Sometimes you just make a joke. Right. <sighs> now I got to be so careful. You are going to be the subject of scorn, by the way, tomorrow on the Garage Logic podcast. Why is that? Because I'm going to reveal that your favorite band is Rush, and John Height's going to make fun of you. You know, I I don't care. I can't keep up with what, what John I tell Height him. knows. No, and that's what I yeah. tell him all the time. I said, John, I love you. John's yeah. one of my favorite people that I've mm-hmm. ever worked with in radio. Nice. I don't need world. your approval on what I like for music. And I came yeah. to that conclusion years it ago. It doesn't matter. Right. Because you know what he was doing? He was sitting in his bedroom, playing the guitar <laughs> all by himself, all through his teens. We were out. We were out. Uh, playing baseball, throwing right. balls at people. Making out with chicks. Making out with chicks. He's like, someday girls are going to love me if I can just play this power chord one more time. That's exactly right. Was he? Was John ever in a band? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, like one that I would have like. No, and, but but John, John has played in bands routinely forever. I yeah. know that um, I wanted to have him. So he lives up by our Andover store. Yeah. And I said, you know. John, he's kind of retiring, you know, he's obviously on this show, but he's retiring yeah, from yeah. his day-to-day other stuff. And I said, can you just come, go out into our garden centers, when our garden centers, instead of practicing at home, just go out and play for a couple few hours in the garden centers, because I think that would be so awesome to have that kind of talent just play out in the garden centers when people are shopping. I think that would be super cool, right? And he's like, I can't do it by law. And I'm like, wait, what? Because he has to, like, if he's performing, you have to, like, have the, you have to pay some company to play those songs I'm like wait what 
Oh, Remember when yeah. he was doing that? Like he had a, a every week spot at Bent Brewstillery, but he that. didn't pay the licensing fee, or Bent couldn't pay the licensing fee, so they couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't. I'm not paying you a license fee to come play in the garden centers. But I just, I said, can't you just play your original stuff, or just, just fart around on the guitar and make it look cool? And he's like, I'd love to. I just can't do it. And I, I was can't. like, oh, that's just a shame. All that time spent playing guitar, and you can't even play it at a Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. So you mentioned Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Do you? Is this a big production in the Fratelloni? Uh, oh no! It sometimes in the past has been. This time, I I, I told the old wife we're skipping it. A lot, of, and, lot going on. And we, we really did. She and out of respect to her, she got me a card mm-hmm. and then woke me up like the next morning. She goes, "Do you remember your card? Like, did you really like your card?" And I said, "Yeah." Like, I don't. I mean, it was a real. I remember it had a button you pushed, and that was a really cute card. Yeah. And I, I normally and the thing is the reason I, I this is why I love my wife. It's we don't we don't get each other gifts. Sure. We don't. It's it's all good. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need anything. Christmas, birthday, you don't care. New Year's, yeah. our anniversary, whatever. It's we're good. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was we were driving to school yesterday morning, and I said to the boys, hey, do you want to do anything for mom for Valentine's Day? And both of them just went, well, yeah, I'll probably get her flowers. And I went, well, okay, way to think for mm-hmm. it. You know, because, yeah. you know, all the boys are young. You got you to teach them, sure. hey, this is yeah. mom. Yeah, you got to do something do. for mom. Yeah. This yep. is what we do here. And so I stopped, got some flowers from from the boys mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. And, oh, they also wanted to get you cookies because my youngest said, what about cookies? Because, of course... He knows he's going to eat gonna them, them because yeah. mom's not going to eat the cookies. And then, yeah, something else. And she's like, oh, thank you so much for the for the Valentine. I said, oh, you're, you're welcome, sweetie. Here's your cookie. <laughs> I said, uh-huh. oh, you're the best ever. Thank you. And, of course, I ate it in 10 seconds, but whatever. Yeah, that's cute. But we're at the point where I don't We're good. I don't need anything. So, did, okay, so th- I had one time maybe the biggest a-hole move I've ever had. Oh, boy. So my mother... Like, I just, like, she's not my romance piece. Like, my dad has to get my mom a Valentine's Day gift. Right. As Joe would say for Mother's Day, she ain't my mother. Yeah, Meaning, not I'm not mother. buying yeah, anything I, for I, my I'm wife. Not, That's I'm not, not trying my to mom. seduce my mom. My mom is already taken. <laughs> Great gal, but she's already taken. Right. right? And so I kind of had that argument, kind of making those jokes about it. And then, um, well, she said, well, I got you something. And I said, oh, well, thank you. And she bought me a cabin. And I'm being dead serious. So I, she bought my siblings and I a cabin. For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. It was just a fluke. They were buying another cabin and they just pretended to kind of give it to us that day. day. So I had gone through this 10-minute tirade of, you're not my sweet, you know, giving her all the reasons why I didn't get her anything. And she goes, well, I got you a little something. And she hands us like a cabin. And I was like... Wow, do I feel like a complete <laughs> and utter? That was the biggest uh, discrepancy How of gift you value. The time? I was probably sixteen or oh, something. Just, so just, just, a, all just a moron, yes, right? Yes, just yes. a moron. And and it, I, 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 I'm making the story sound like they bought me this huge, big, massive cabin. It was a little like cabana cabin at Breezy Point. If people know Breezy yep. Point, it was yep. like this little little tiny thing. And in fact, the building's long torn down, so it wasn't a super huge expense. But it was much more was expensive something. than the zero that I gave her. <laughs> right. right. Well, I just, significantly I like more like, value. Yeah, I, I give my mother a Mother's Day gift. I give uh, you know my my beautiful wife normally a Valentine's Day gift, but my mom's not my Valentine's. Right. Yeah, she ain't my mother. She's not my mother. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, that's so sweet. I'm glad you you and your wife have that. You you never want her to get you a gift. You, there's nothing out there. No, that you no. Want. Like I said, I I just I'm so such a minimalist. Mm-hmm. I really am, yeah. and I'm not I'm not trying to because I, I just. I have spent, we're, we're almost complete with our move. Mm-hmm. So basically for the past three months, I have done nothing but get rid of stuff. Yeah. Whether it's 
selling things or giving stuff to family or bringing crap to goodwill. That's ba- Mike, I'm not kidding. Every day on my way to this building, that's what I have been doing. You're doing a run. Is either yeah. I'm dropping something off at this place or I'm donating something to that place or oh my Moving's sister wants worst. this. It is. It's yeah. I mean eventually it, it it's it's worth it, but oh yeah, that's basically all it's been. You should get yourself a hot tub. Think so? Yeah, you're going to stay at this house for a while, right? Sure. Hot tubs. Do you ever hot tub? I, I do when, when one is there. I, I just don't want to maintain it. But they're not that hard. Yeah. You just uh, you just throw in some stuff every oh, once hey, in a while. Hey, there's my neighbor with his binoculars. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. care about that. Well, I do. <laughs> my, I, I have a, a room that's, uh, I shouldn't be naked in this room, but I'm often naked in this room and it has no window shades or sure. something. And my wife is like, I can't believe, it. I'm like, I don't care. Who is ever going to look at me? What kind of sicko pervert would you have to be to care to look at Mike Fratelloni naked? So it's going to end up on the Star Tribune Twitter account? Uh? I mean, go for it. I Honestly, God, I could not care. There's not one bit of me that would even care about that. All right, so before we go, I need to make a mention of our friends at St. Thomas. Come out and watch the St. Thomas women's hockey team this Thursday oh, as they so cool. battle the top-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers. The Tommies will battle the nation's best as they finish their home schedule and their first year in Division One. Tickets are just five bucks, and they're available right now at TommySports.com. That's a great deal. That's fun. Division One. Hey, I, I tell people this all the time. I know the Tommies aren't that great right now in men's hockey because anyway, I watched their yeah. game against Mankato. They're gonna get good. College hockey, when it's good, is so much better. And I, listen, I I was glued to the Wild last night. I love watching the Wild on television. Yeah, it's a tenth of the price than to go to the X. Oh yeah. If you're if your kid's a fan of hockey, go whether it's the Gophers or Go to St. Cloud. Go to Mankato. Go to Duluth. Go to one of those games. Go to this game. There's so much fun. Go to this fun. game. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you go. St. Thomas is a great school, and I, I I know they have to be having fun. In fact, I know a lot of guys at St. Thomas, and they're having a blast going to Division One. And speaking of Mankato, they better be worried about St. Thomas getting good because that's yeah. where a lot of their kids are. That's exactly start what's going to happen, yeah. right? You go to beautiful, uh, you know, Summit Avenue and go yep. to college. It's beautiful there. Michael, thank you, sir. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to listen to the Weekly Scramble via the podcast. Uh, whether it's the Pod MN app, Spotify, or any other platform, that would be greatly appreciated. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.